0: what's up and welcome to shop sounds a woodworking podcast about nothing with myself nick key of key woodworks jason hibbs of bourbon moth and keith johnson better known as kj sawdust all three of us are on youtube instagram and tiktok
1: welcome to shop sounds
2: all right welcome to shop sounds this episode is again sponsored by the Join folks at Bits and Bits. Bits and Bits takes the great quality of Whiteside router and CNC bits, which are made right here in the US of A, and applies their own special Astra coating to make them even better. Now, this special sauce, this Astra coating, not only tastes great on baby back ribs, but <laughs> it also allows, allows for higher speeds and feed rates and extends the life of the bit. Or your barbecue rib tips by up to three times. Now not only does bits and bits make white side bits, how many times can I say bits in a sentence? Even better, they also make their own CNC bits. Did you guys know this? I yeah. did. I, 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 yeah, I, did. I learned was on this last,
1: last episode. I was on the last episode.
2: You heard that last right. episode. Alright, well let's just let's just pretend exactly. we didn't know. Uh, so there you go. Uh, go out and check their offerings at bitsbits.com. I don't think you'll be disappointed. They have every bit you need from quarter-inch shank chamfers to half-inch shank compression blush cut mm. bits. I'm curious. Have you guys ever suffered from compression?
1: Yeah. I
0: wear a compression is, shirt. I wear it it compression socks. It is sweeping the nation. Okay.
1: To help with my
2: diabetes.
0: Diabetes. <laughs> Not the sugar. <laughs> Sorry, I that
3: have was a mean. weighted blanket, but I think it's for something else. <laughs>
2: Well if you go to bitsbits.com and use coupon code Morsels15, you can save 15% off your next order. Don't Thank use you, Keith's bits nipples
1: fifteen. It's gotta be That will be, not work. It's gotta be Morsels15. Right. Hey, funny stories while we're talking about Bits and Bits is um, after last week's episode I got a DM from MJ over at Bits and Bits. And he was like, hey, man, I've been watching your YouTube videos. I see this CNC in the background a lot, but you never seem to use it. Are you ever going to use it? And if not, do you you want to get rid of it? And I was like, yeah, I want to get rid of it. I never wanted it in the first place. <laughs> Long story short, apparently Bits and Bits is also a Festool distributor. And he's like, how about we just trade across the board for Festool products and we'll take your CNC. So he's coming to pick it up tomorrow.
2: What a great deal. Amazing.
1: Wow. And
2: what did you get us for Festool's tools? I
1: got one package of Dominoes in exchange for my CNC.
3: <laughs> one of dominoes. <Congratulations. rock> <laughs>
1: No, I got a, I got a sander and a Carvex and a few other things. So it was a good deal. I'm happy to get rid of it. I've literally never used it. I don't know how the stupid thing works. So I'm glad that they, they want to well, use now it. I think you in never their will. I didn't realize also that they're in Silverton, which is like 30 minutes from me. Yeah, small it's world. Pretty close. They're yeah. neighbors. Who knew? What did, what did you get, Gary? Well, I haven't <laughs> told Gary yet.
3: Oh Uh-oh. Jesus.
1: He's going to come out to the shop and walk in and be like, what? I'm going to be like, I don't know, man. Somebody broke in.
2: I was stolen. stolen. Hey,
1: but before we get any farther down this uh, podcast rabbit hole, I would like to introduce our guest for the evening. She is an amazing woodworker slash farmer, homesteader slash fun, bubbly personality. I am thrilled to call her a friend of mine. She used to be kind of a neighbor up in my neck of the woods and of all trades is with
2: us tonight.
3: Yay. What do you have to say for yourself,
2: Anne? Good evening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what we wanted. Bring the
0: energy. So hyped.
3: <laughs> well, if you wanted the energy, you could have had me before my bedtime on a Friday yeah. night.
0: Uh, do you really oh go to yeah. bed that yeah, early? True.
3: Yes. Oh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a 10 I'm a very o'clock guy. old woman.
1: Oh. <laughs> You seem, see, I always thought Anne was older than me, but I found out a while ago she's younger than me. How old are you?
3: 32.
1: Yeah, see, she's younger than me. I always just, you just are so wise. I just pictured you as like this wise, older person, but you're younger than me. Did you know that Keith's like 58?
0: (laughs) Close. I I
3: actually, I was suspicious when he said he was quitting his job that really he was retiring.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that social security check. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: Medicare. I got
0: my Medicare paperwork in the
2: mail the other day. I'm
0: oh,
3: ready. good for you, man. That's. I mean, it takes a long time to fill that stuff out. I'm proud of you.
1: Should well, we also just before we well. before we get going too far, let's just get all the the stuff out of the way that we need to get out of the way. And one of those things. Yeah. this is going to take half the podcast probably. Is we got some new patrons. Just a few. Just a few. Boy, did we get some. And they are. In no order of importance. Our new patrons are Kelly Leonis McLaughlin. <laughs> I hope yeah. I hope I didn't butcher that too much. We got Nate Warner, Ben Fuller, David Sippich, Chris Mayer, George Capsales, Jordan Ward, uh, Nolan, Capsalis,
2: I think it is. Capsalis.
1: Capsal. Yeah. Nolan Baum. Born. Born. Oh, the R and the N ran <laughs> like, together. Like Jason. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, an R and an N right next to each other it looks like an M. Okay. Nolan Born. Richard.
3: Nurses have that problem.
1: Richard Whitfield. <laughs> Austin Baker. I'm not done yet. There's still more. Jim Spruce. Floyd Torrance. Glenn. Pereira. 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 Jim Cushman. And then those are just our. Was that middle to bottom patron tier? I don't know what you call that. And then we got our we got some top tier patrons too. We got Dickie Coxwell. Paul, I wonder. Uh,
2: hang on, but can we go back to Dickie here? I'm just curious if he's a fan of the History Hyenas podcast based on his Patreon name. That's all. I don't you know. Can move hmm. on.
1: Um, no Instagram for him. We got Paul Bennett. No Instagram for Paul either, and then we've got Tyson. I don't know Tyson's last name; just says Tyson, but he's at Bird Dog Woodworks on Instagram. And then we've got Nicholas Fairfield at Fairfield Woodworks, but he changed it up a little bit: Woodworks with an X. Oh, with the X. W O R X. Getting crazy. And then, of course, we got some returning top tier patrons, but as you know, you'll hear about them later on. So, whoo Huge wow. thanks to all those supporters, man.
3: Well that was a, Thank you a lot of much. new,
1: a lot of new people. So, so many new patrons. All right. Well, Anne, what's going on on the farm? What have you been up to?
3: Well, today I was butchering chickens, which is Ooh. just a, a real treat and just Aww. like a joyful experience. What is the,
1: without getting too gruesome, what is the method in that? Is it like cartoon style where you just lay them out on the chop block and hit them with an axe? (laughs) Or do you have one of those cool cone things you kind of dip their head through?
3: Well, (laughs) incidentally, one of the, um, one of the guys who was helping me with, uh, some stuff around the, like, uh, on the building project, uh, he left a traffic cone. So uh, while I did leave my humane cone in Washington, I, in fact, uh, was able to abscond a traffic cone for just such an occasion as today.
2: Wow. Oh, goodness. So if I understand it right.
3: Yes.
1: No, she just kills them for the fun of it, Keith. I don't know if she was was selling them. Oh, well, somebody's going to eat them.
2: In in the uh, Anne of All Trades general store.
3: So oh, when you uh, put and- the chicken
1: in the cone, if I understand this right, if you turn a chicken upside down, they kind of just like pass out, right?
3: Yeah, it's the most humane way to dispatch them for sure. They uh in the cone dispatch. actually it's I mean it <laughs> sounds like such a it sounds like such like propaganda for sure, but like they really the cone is like a hug and it really it calms them and um which you know obviously makes it more humane, but also makes it the meat from getting like messed
0: up during the butchering process oh. right 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 okay yeah when i was in high school i i actually raised i i started out raising 50 chickens my june no sophomore year of high school and i think i only actually ended up butchering 12 out of 50 chickens because that that's how that's many sur- you, could you keep killed. Alive. The other ones.
3: That's, that's the incredible. other ones just
0: didn't make it, man. Congratulations
3: <laughs> on a successful harvest. Wow. Yeah,
0: so that's like what, like, like twenty percent survival rate. It's pretty low. Uh, I was, <laughs> but this is this is in Houston, so it's not like it's kind of hot. Everyone is here. yeah, is so raising probably a little dehydrated. Chickens, you know. Yeah, I mean it's humid, so it's it's pretty rare for chickens to survive, but. Yeah, we did the same thing. We would put them in a cone, and they would just hang upside down and be. in they wouldn't even flop. It was it's wild. Like they would just be like, "Oh, nice. I I like this hug." (laughs) And now I'm I'm draining. No big deal. It's funny
1: how many animals are like that if you tip them upside down. Because I know sharks are like that, and then we have a pet bunny rabbit, and we have to trim its nails, and it hates it. But if you flip that thing upside down, it just let you do it. It just kind of zones out. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: I didn't know you have a bunny. What kind of bunny do you have?
1: It's a palomino. Not a horse. Yeah, it sounds. I've no, never kind heard of a, of a palomino. They're, it's flipping huge. Say. This is the biggest rabbit I've ever seen. It's got to weigh, I don't know, 20, 25 pounds. It's ginormous. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. That's a small dog. Well, we talked about this on the podcast before. We had another bunny that was like a black and white. Um, and then the raccoons got it remember so then we replaced it with this one we got on the humane society we got this one and then it's all alone I built this nice place for it outside it's got like Fort Knox to protect it from the raccoons and I was like maybe we should get a friend for it and we got another bunny and put it in there I did not know rabbits fought each other
3: Oh, rabbits definitely fight. Here's, like, I mean, PETA is just going to love this episode, but I, like, (laughs) I'm sure I'll get some fire for this. But, like, rabbits, like, everyone says that rabbits need companions. I've been raising rabbits since I was 11 years old, and uh, I only have ever had problems giving rabbits companions. Like, I think that they enjoy being in proximity to other uh, other rabbits, but not like they shouldn't live together. Yeah, that's a that's a personal opinion.
1: Well, we had to take the one <laughs> rabbit back because I mean, our rabbit that we had was literally gonna kill it. I mean, it would oh, bite. Yeah. It would bite the back of its head, and then with its back like huge legs, it would just scratch the crap out of that other rabbit.
3: <laughs> yeah, they literally they can fight to the death, and if you even if they had been able to work out their physical differences, um, they would have been in a perpetual peeing contest where they would pee on each other's heads uh, (laughs) with this like hormone rich pee that absolutely reeks I used to Um, do that with my
1: brother yeah I was gonna say this is just
2: like my kids like a drunken fraternity boys (laughs) Yeah.
1: one cool thing about our rabbit I didn't know this was a thing either but when we got it from the humane society we went and picked it up and the lady's like just so you know the rabbit's litter box trained yeah I, I was like what that's not real, but sure enough, we put it in the house sometimes, and we put its little box in there, and it goes over to the box to do its thing every time. It's just wild, super smart.
3: Rabbits <laughs> are very uh, tidy creatures in that regard.
1: I only had one chicken growing up. His name was Bravery, and <laughs> I was wandering next to our house. We kind of lived next to this big cherry orchard when we were in Washington at the time, and I was wandering in the orchard, and I found this chicken- That had definitely been attacked by a dog. Its bones were like sticking out of its butt and it was very bloody. And I took it home and told my mom I wanted to keep it. And she's like, okay, but it's going to die. And it pulled through. So I named him Bravery because I thought he was a very brave chicken. And then about six months later, he started, well, she started laying eggs. So must not have been messed up that bad.
3: Did you know that huh? chickens are born with every single egg that they'll ever lay inside of them?
2: What? Whoa. Yeah. Not full size, right? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be one bloated chicken. Oh, yeah. They're dehydrated. They have they're to like drink a water. They're like boy mini
0: eggs in there. You're right. <laughs> yeah.
3: So interestingly enough, there's a 21-day cycle that, um, so like, it's like very rare in the butchering process to be able to pull it out intact, but I in fact was able to one time and it literally has 21 days worth of eggs like getting ever smaller and then the cloister of all of the little baby eggs all in like a sack that if you can pull it out in one thing. I have, like, pictures of it, but, I mean, um, you know, most people don't want to see those. But it's fascinating. I, I was, like, I, like, and I, most of my farmer friends, they're, like, they've never seen it. So it's, like, th- that's the kind of thing that we get really excited oh, about at 6.30 <laughs> p.m. on a Friday.
2: In Whoa, the farmer
1: chat right. rooms. So yeah, let me exactly. get this straight. <laughs> All the eggs and the chickens ever going to lay is already inside them, and there's a 21-day cycle. Mm-hmm. So could you potentially... Cut open a chicken and determine how long that chicken is going to live based on how many eggs are in it, and do the math.
3: No, because incidentally, actually, they are like it will probably never lay all of those eggs. Uh, um, so, like, because it's affected by light changes, like their like their ocular function depends on or like uh, dictates their their oh, egg yeah, production. Yeah. Because some and people then, have to then,
1: light their chickens during the winter if they want to keep them laying, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. So there, and also it depends on the breed of chicken because, like, certain breeds lay like only a certain number of eggs per per week or per month or per year. And like, yeah, it's all it's a whole thing. It's very interesting. I mean, not that interesting. Let's talk about something else.
1: Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> Besides butchering chickens, are you, are you doing any woodworking nowadays?
3: Oh, sure. In fact, just behind me, there's another whiskey cabinet partially in progress.
0: Mm. Mm. You had me at whiskey. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: You had me at cabinet. Yes.
3: (laughs) You had me at dovetails.
2: (laughs) So that I I remember someone asking you in the comments that that isn't it was a, a cabinet, some other name that you adopted to a whiskey cabinet.
3: Oh, that particular one, um, yeah, was just like, was just like another cabinet I'd seen and I, I liked it and so I wanted to make one. But I have a, a design of whiskey cabinet that I made and then wrote a few like articles about and now it's like, you know, I have plans for it and all that stuff. So it's like, that's one that I build. It's one of the very few things that I build for clients on a borderline regular basis.
2: Okay. Hmm. that's cool. Interesting.
3: And by borderline, I mean like maybe one a year. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, it's good to have a steady line.
3: Yes, yes, yes.
2: So how's yep. the, um, the school coming along, the structure?
3: The structure of the School of All Trades is coming along quite well. I'm like, I'm really pleased. We had, um, we had a huge push of like community support in November and December that was just like kind of unreal. Um I I opened up about the fact that like, you know, we'd come to a halt because of financial issues and COVID issues and all that stuff. And the whole woodworking community totally rallied up behind it and um made sure that we had what we needed to get to the next phase, which was putting the roof on the thing. And we put the roof on and that um that was like a huge sigh of relief because it gets everything like it's my financial investment in the supplies and like where we are so far, uh, protected and mm-hmm. from the elements because like you know coming into winter that was like really scary because it's just like plywood out in the rain, um,
0: yeah. and it's
3: really windy mm. here. Like we have tornadoes and things, so like keeping it tarped and stuff is just not really realistic. So getting it under a roof was huge. Um, and in tandem with that, we we like knowing that the physical building was going to be delayed, we. Uh, we streamlined the online portion of doing online classes and stuff, so that we could a just like I mean, a lot of the things that we're going to be teaching in like physical classes eventually are things that also we k- realized we could like help people while they're at home this year for yet another year, possibly, oh my um, hopefully yeah. less than that. But um, so I mean, it's not it's not like the the full perfect of what we hoped it would be as far as like our own fully integrated online platform and everything. But, you know, when you, when you have to pivot quickly, you make iterations and you make do whatever it takes to make it work. And so it's been really fun. We've been super busy teaching online classes and people have been, um, it's just really fun to see people actually who, who are, you know, sitting in zoom meetings all day, every day, uh, showing us what they've made after they've come and taken classes from us. And that, that feels really good. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that portion of it.
1: So if you or if I wanted to take a class or if anybody wanted to take a class, where do they go to sign up for that?
3: You can, uh, if, if you have any memory of who I am, Anne of All Trades, you can go to Anneofalltrades.com and click on <laughs> classes for uh, live online classes. Uh, or you can also do some of our downloadable courses. So those are Ooh. things that aren't, aren't live but are, are available to download. But uh, if you have even a little bit more Memory Bank you can go to theschoolofalltrades.com and then you can sign up for classes.
1: Wow. I'm surprised that like School of All Trades wasn't taken.
3: Oh, buddy, <laughs> I've had it for a while. Oh. Unagi. Nice. Unagi. Thinking
1: ahead. I like Unagi. it. Yes. I buy random website addresses when I'll have like a idea. Like I had this idea once that I was going to sell pipe making kits and so I bought a pipe making url i probably have like 10 urls that i'm never going to use but i just i buy them because i'm like oh this might be something i don't want someone to take and it's like what ten dollars a year or something yeah
3: yeah yeah i mean it's worth it for some of those things i mean i've i knew that i wanted to start a school basically as soon as like I used to run a woodworking school in Seattle at Pratt and I mm-hmm. loved that job and would have kept it forever and ever amen um if it was on my farm and so mm-hmm. it was an ultimate goal when I initially like you know was thinking about what I wanted to do next or long term to to open a school of my own so it's been something that's been a- percolating for a while
2: so mm-hmm. and as as this as this school like develops and 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 starts to take shape, where there are students coming in and out, and you have uh, classes and teachers, and like how how do you envision your time being divided between actual farming and, and milking and, and birthing things and killing things and being and organizing the school and teaching classes? I
1: picture a Mr. Miyagi situation where students show up, and she's like, "Okay, milk the goat, paint
0: the
2: fence."
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes,
3: the ultimate goal is to like is to have the like a great mission creep where I have students like paid to to do classes and then just show up and do do all of our farms yard
2: work. No, (laughs)
3: actually, so um, that is definitely like a big big thing that has has been thought of. But actually, the the whole thing of having the school is is actually. it like even even when we, like I maybe would have been like three or four more years out on opening the school if in any other circumstance. Which now, funnily enough, thank you COVID, we probably are that far away. So yay. Right. <laughs> um. But when we were looking at this part, this piece of property particularly, um, it didn't have a shop on it, and so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to build a building. But the thing is that, like, if I just want to be a woodworker or, you know, an a occasional blacksmith and like the other things that I do, why wouldn't I just, you know, set up in the garage of the house? Like, because that would that would be plenty. It would be actually more space than I had before. Um, but it really like for me, it, any project or any any trade that I've been involved in has never been about that trade. It's been about how it connects how it can connect me to other people. So if I was trying to do stuff by myself, like I, there would be no reason to build anything. There would be no reason to do anything. And the thing is that there also would be no reason to continue doing those things. Cause as much as I love building things, uh, like I could, if, if all the people that were attached to it, like if, you know, I, I all of the friendships that are sustained by doing those things together were to disappear, then I could close my toolbox tomorrow and never think about it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so with with that said, the school is more um, I, like first of all, I have a business partner who who's uh, going to help me run the school, Josh Nava. Who, if you ever come take a class, it's often that often likely that he'll be there teaching as well. He's an incredible teacher, and an incredibly talented person, um, a very much like me, all trades type person. But so he'll definitely help with a lot of that stuff. But ultimately. Um, the goal in even starting it was actually to to get that ball rolling, to provide this opportunity for people to come and learn, but more than that, even to provide other people the opportunity to have a, a facility to come teach at mm. where they can offer their own classes. And so actually um it will like it will for a period of time add a lot to my plate, of course, because as things do when you're first getting them going, but as as things as it as the ball gets rolling, I actually won't need to be like even involved on a daily basis, much less like more than that. I can come and show up and and take part in the classes that I'm really interested in and learn alongside people and then teach you know a certain number of weeks per year but but other than that, it'll be a place where other people can come, other people can gather, other people can explore their own creativity and learn things. And that'll be really exciting to, to literally just to have and be adjacent to, but not necessarily responsible for.
1: I'd love to come teach a six or 12 month course on boat building. <laughs> I'm ready for
3: it, dude. You've got it. You've got it. You just, you know, you just bring, bring the fam We've got plenty of space. All
1: right. Sounds
0: good. I'm down. Or maybe In a, t- a lawnmower
1: was, conversion tank class. I don't know. I was,
0: I was going to ask if, if there was any any chance of me uh, teaching a class on how to cut themselves into uh, blockbuster videos.
3: Yes. <laughs> See? Yes.
1: There is no discrimination at the School of All Trades. No.
2: <laughs> There's something for everyone at the end. Of, all the trades. Of, end of All Trades. Mm. I think it's awesome. And, you know, I was—I I asked this other question. I'm sure maybe have or haven't thought about this because when I was taking uh, a six-week class uh, back in October, November in Connecticut, I was fortunate enough that my friend uh, Jesse at Restoration Woodworks, you know, put me up there. Otherwise, I would have had to drive two and a half hours back each day. So for people traveling to Nashville, I mean, people, you know, go to this school from all over the country. So lodging becomes another expense and obviously food and everything. But I'm seeing like a big, big family style barbecues and things like that as far as food goes at your farm. But what about lodging? Is there are you going to build like yurts in the back, uh, little cottages for people (laughs) to rent out? Some teepees. Um, There
3: will eventually be a destination timber frame cabin. Wow. Um, but for like, for, I mean, having like one of my friends here, actually in Nashville part, a big part of the reason that I wanted to move here. He's one of my main mentors. His name's Greg Pennington. He actually has a place in his shop that he can have people stay in. Um, but he now having been in this for a while, uh, is like, you know, He's like, you can stay here when you come and visit. Uh, but like we're just not gonna be really doing that anymore. And and really like, um like You never I said, know when you're gonna get be... a weirdo. Well, it's not even just that. <laughs> with it's a literally beard-o. that like Yeah, exactly. Those guys with beards, whew, I tell you what. People who can grow facial hair are just usually jerks. Mm. It's all exactly. the testosterone.
1: Well
3: that's why um, Ke- that's why
1: Keith's such a nice guy
3: i know yeah i haven't great. shaved
2: since last thursday
3: perfect yeah. me neither
2: <laughs> oh man
3: um, sorry we did we... but yeah so it's you know so for for the for the staying here i think it'll be an opportunity for like for for very like specific people mm. but um you know there's also like i think People will want to just come to Nashville and um yeah. you know stay near yeah, Broadway. That's a nice thing. Is Nashville such a so. cool
1: place? I mean, there's the lots destination of destination awesome kind of to vacation. Yeah. yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah. So I think that that will be that'll kind of take care of itself. And I mean, ultimately, this really is like as much as I love community and want to foster that here, uh, this is also my home and um, you know, that stuff. But mm-hmm. there will be farm to table. Food and that is a big a big piece of all this stuff that I like that I'm really excited about because like I love cooking I love uh, I love serving people I love um, you know teaching people about like health and and growing things locally and and you know using using their produce in creative ways and so that's definitely a thing we're gonna have a commercial kitchen out front um, and we'll I went have, and stayed like,
1: at of- your house once and I remember in the morning you made scrambled eggs and chocolate chip cookies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those, are staples. Those are staples. So
1: is that the That's, kind of things that people can like expect? Sounds like a heart-healthy
3: breakfast. Come? Of course. I mean, that. why would you want anything else? Oh, no, I
1: loved it. Yeah. It was awesome. It was that great. Sounds it was awesome. You awesome. just sugar. stick your yeah.
3: hand under the chicken and wait for it to produce, and then you take it down to the frying pan, and there you go. In fact, I have an egg sitting right next to me for okay. <laughs> some reason. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. Just, in in case.
2: Mm. just crack it open and swill it down.
1: Yummy.
3: Exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you think you're going to have like these food canning classes, like how to make fermented foods and kombucha? And oh, these, 100%. You
3: know, yeah. It's going to be. Oh, yeah. All the things. I mean, like, really, that's that's something that I'm also excited about. It's like because we'll have a commu- commercial kitchen like all of the like this is literally this is you were you were joking about me having people come and do my bidding. But actually, this is great because um I'll be able to have like friends here in the community offer canning classes. And guess what we'll be canning? My produce. Hey, so. so it's like you can
1: can this stuff, learn how, but all the can. Food stays here. You don't get to take it right. home. Right, goes in my cup I mean, cup you can of, ta- yeah. like,
3: you know, you you make a can, you take a can, and that, like, then you leave a can, and there <laughs> okay. we go. And
0: yeah, make a can can leave a can. Mm. I like that.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, all that stuff, and um, you know, this place, even y- one year in, is already producing m- more than we need as a family, and so it's just, it's so, it's g- gonna be so fun to see it grow. Literally. <laughs> That's really
0: cool. <laughs> ah, wow.
1: Well, I'm excited for you. I know, I mean, we haven't known each other a super long time, but as long as I've known you, this is what you've been talking about, being like the ultimate goal and what you want to do. So it's just awesome to see it, see it yeah. start to happen. Yeah, it's going it to be
3: fun. It's going to be fun. You bring your 1 million subscribers along on the journey, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that is a right. question I had because, I mean, I... When I first met you, um, I mean, it was because you were on Instagram and then obviously YouTube. And that was a big part of your life is YouTube videos. As you're moving forward with the school and doing more classes where obviously you want people to come and pay for the classes, is that going to change how you do YouTube at all? Because there's certain things you don't necessarily want to put out there on YouTube because you want them like, no, I'm saving this for the class or?
3: No, I think, I mean, like, I think pretty much any, uh, business advice person who who knows what they're talking about, uh, will tell you to give everything away for free because there's still going to be value left over, um, f- you know, for the people that actually, well, I mean, the thing is, like, you guys have a podcast every week, like, I'm sure that every once in a while, someone says something useful. Um, although, no, you know, not, granted, no, 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 very, very <laughs> seldomly. But you know, like, think about how many episodes and how much other garbage they're gonna have to mine through to be able to get that good <laughs> stuff. Like, the thing is, you can keep giving stuff away for free. Um, but if you package, like, as long if you're if you're constantly bringing value and and sharing that value, um then repackaging it in a in a different way that's more easily consumable in a in a more compact way is um is a, I mean I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I don't like I could I could um I'm I'm a voracious reader. I love I love reading. I, I could read you know twenty five books and tell you the best six things about those books and do then you ever all of read, a sudden there's a new do thing. Do you ever
1: read any Nick Leonard? <laughs> He's one of my favorites.
3: What are we laughing about?
1: Uh, he's a pretty. We we all can we all read his book, so it's just kind of an inside thing. But you don't read his at all. He's my favorite. Apparently,
3: author. I am yeah. gonna add it to my reading list, and then okay. I'll giggle about this inside yeah. joke that I'm not a part of later.
2: The stated Woodsco Bible.
1: S- yep, stated yeah. Woodsco. He can. Um, yeah,
2: he's up there.
3: Can't wait. Good. good not your good, best, good. Jason,
2: but it was it was it was a good try. Yeah. I, it was it was pretty subtle. It was, it was. I tried.
1: It's not like I just <laughs> shouted out a name. It wasn't like I was just like Michael Olson. <laughs> yeah. See, but
2: that was more effective. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> true. That was so much better. Yeah.
1: <laughs> We'd like to randomly shout out our top tier patrons, slip them into the oh, podcast. Okay, so I see. That's good, what nice. We're trying to do. I like it. It's in the good. Patreon good. contract, so we have to do it or else we get sued. Yeah. Right.
2: right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well,
2: and
0: we don't have God a forbid
3: you get sued. Ugh. And oh yeah. geez, oof, you better work on that. Yeah. But yeah, no, in, in answer to your question, I think I think you give everything away for free, um, and there's still value to be found when it's packaged a little differently. Because it's just yeah, I mean, not that we're ever putting out fluff or anything else, but there is there is um you know people having to mine through a whole bunch of stuff to get what they individually need yeah. as opposed to being able to go right to the source and, and ask for it, I think is is so Well, valuable. and everybody so, I mean, like,
1: learns in a different way. I mean, some people can do yep. the YouTube thing and really get a lot out of that and learn from it. And some people really need that hands-on in-person experience. So, sure. Yeah. yeah.
3: But long term, I mean, I will I would never bite the hand that feeds. Uh but long term I would really like to take some steps back from social media just because as all of you guys know, it's a huge it's a huge grind. And as long as it's growing and serving my community and as long as I feel like I'm I'm regularly giving something valuable back and that I'm able to do that, I'm happy to do it. But is you that know, how you uh, view
1: your videos? Is that you're trying to do something to grow and serve your community through your videos? Yeah, because I don't do that at all.
0: <laughs> no, no, I just well, watched your last one. That's definitely not it. My last video <laughs> literally mean,
1: was born out of I needed to make a video because I had a sponsor that I had to do a video for. I couldn't make any dust in my shop at all because I was finishing the boat, and so what do you do? I just made a, the stupidest video I've ever made to date, and it had no value whatsoever. So I guess I don't right, have as high as get one
2: million views.
1: Yep. Yeah, and I'm
3: sure that your video that you probably spent no time on um, will get a ton of views. And then my video that I just spent three months filming that got 12,000 views will just be sitting there um, (laughs) percolating.
1: Yeah, but you should take that as a compliment because you are tailoring (laughs) your videos to a specific audience, and there's just not as many people that are nearly as cool as you. My videos, they might get more views, but that's because they're so dumb, and that's like the mass populace, is people that just want to veg out and watch something mind-numbing. They don't have any value. Your videos have value, so that's... It's, it's well,
3: I have watched many of your videos and I find there to be value there as well oh, because wow. I enjoy no, watching my no precious value hey, little son. shut up. She's saying nice things about <laughs> me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> shh,
0: shh. Uh, quick, mute her. I mute love her.
3: Watch, watching mm-hmm. my precious little son just <laughs> out in the world.
1: Yeah, He's I really do. Up. I will say this, and I, I don't, I'm not like joking when I say this at all. Like, I really. When I view my YouTube success, I contribute a lot of that to Ann because she's been a huge sounding board for me and giving me a lot of solid advice. So,
3: Mm -hmm. those who can't do teach.
1: No, I wouldn't go that far. You (laughs) definitely can't teach.
0: Teach Jim.
1: You guys want to hear how horrible the day I had? Late
3: on. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, Jason. Is your coat covered in blood?
1: What's that? Well no, I'm not covered in blood. I'm covered, He's in, covered paint. in epoxy. Covered in marine paint. So I was gonna put color oh, on the spar- boat harsh. today. No, it's <laughs> it's it was total boat, wet edge, polyurethane based marine paint. I was gonna paint That's the a boat. Nice short I was name. gonna put a color on. <laughs> but you can't you can't buy like, it's not like you go to the paint store and you can get whatever color you want. Like there's specific colors that you can get the paint in, but I didn't want any right. of those colors. So I was like, I'm going to get a bunch of different colors. I'm going to mix them together to get the color I want. And I have a very specific oh, no. color in mind. I started mixing them and I just could not get the color I wanted. And before I knew it, I was out of paint. So I couldn't like change the color at all. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was you like. Have a hot pink boat? No, it's green. I wanted like that kind of like cool, Stanley cool, Thermos, cool, cool, like vintage green. green, but this is like a bright kind of foresty green. And then I was like, hmm, what can Pistol I do to green? change this color? So my wife, she's got the screen printing studio right next door. I was like, I wonder if I could mix some screen printing ink into this paint and change the color. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I like no. where this is going. So I started oh, mixing no. screen printing ink into this. And sure <laughs> enough, I got the color like closer to where I wanted. But then I'm like, I totally destroyed this paint. I'm not going to trust it to put on the boat. It's mm. got who knows what mixed into it now. I don't know if it's going to like be protective. So tomorrow I'm going to make an hour drive up to Portland to a marine store and buy more paint because I just got to start over. So basically I wasted my whole day mixing paint for absolutely nothing.
2: <laughs> so you can't take a chip to uh, one of these marine places and have them match it like Benjamin Moore?
1: Not that I'm aware of. Because most of the marine stores, it's like they sell paint, but then they sell every other boating thing possible. They're not like a, it's not like a paint store. Maybe if I was in like a harbor city or something, I don't know. Mm. But Portland yeah.
0: is is not. I mean, it's yeah, in I mean, the freaking name. Port.
1: Do you know why? Do you know why <laughs> Portland is named
0: Portland? No, why?
1: Because there Did was the two show? guys that came to Portland and founded the city. One was from Portland and one was from Boston. This is a true story. And when they decided to name the city, one is from Portland, Maine, one was from Boston, Massachusetts. When they were going to name the city, they flipped a coin and whoever won <laughs> got to name it after their hometown. And the guy from Portland, Maine won,
0: so they named it Portland. Is that, is that real? That's real. Google, it's a true story. Wow. So uh, Morsels, look that up in your in, encyclopedia.
2: Yeah, I'm all over. Yeah, hang on. I got to pull the volume off the shelf here. They're okay. way up high. Where's
3: our Where's our Monica to do the fact check?
1: <laughs> so long story Pulling short, I didn't get the boat painted today. Um, I got to do at least two. I did the primer, which is a whole nother story that I messed up. It says on the primer tub thing that you don't need to thin the primer, which seemed a little weird to me because it's super thick. And I started painting <laughs> it on there. And I should have thinned that flipping primer. It was so thick, and it's just like gooped all over. So I spent the whole morning sanding the whole thing down, trying to get it smooth. And I don't know if I'm gonna get this boat done in time for a video next week. I'm stressed out.
3: <laughs> oh boy!
2: Should have just dipped it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Big old tub of epoxy. Had Jev Mac send you dip your uh, boat. Five hundred gallons of epoxy and dip it.
1: Yeah, so tomorrow I'm gonna go get paint. <laughs> hopefully, get it mixed. Hopefully, I can get a coat of paint on by tomorrow night, and then do another one Sunday, and then I can flip it over and oil the inside. But I've given up on trying. I was gonna do the final boat video this next week and have it be like me finishing the boat and doing the final launch. And I've given up on that. I'm just gonna do two more. Videos. The final, final la- la- launch.
0: Why do you keep calling it the final launch? <laughs> well, the first I launch, that. you mean, or the, the boat,
1: the maiden <laughs> the boat. voyage? I
0: don't the first know day boat day boat the final. terms.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, good news! Uh, the maiden can, voyage. You can make a you can make a video that's like a play on words and do the failure to launch, and that can be the like oh, title of your video. The Matthew McConaughey. The oh, if you get yeah, a million yeah. views on that video, oh, man. I want it's a cut. at least six six thousand dollars of that ad. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> Deal.
3: You literally, actually, dude, make a. I'm not even joking. Make a video about not being able to launch your thing, your boat this week, like all the things that like make a video about all the failures that led you here and then call it failure to launch. I promise you that video will do well.
1: Yeah. See, this is why, this is why I always come to Ann for it. advice. She's got the best ideas.
0: Oh
2: man. Serving the public.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact: My Match name, my woodworking service. name, was gonna be Gin Butterfly until Anne was like, "No, Bourbon Moss is way cooler."
3: <laughs> that is,
0: that is a fact. So, Gin <laughs> Butterfly, That's she's fantastic. been steering me
1: right all these years. Oh boy, Keith, you're welcome. I see a um a table taking shape in your shop.
2: Yeah, uh, but first, uh, speaking of failures, because uh, oh, my best yeah. friend asked asked me to build um. Him a cutting board and and a knife block, which I hate what? building cutting Did you boards. Fail at that? Was it Alex Johnson? So, oh yeah, no, it's not Alex Johnson, but Alex, yeah, Johnson. Oh, works, good old right?
0: Alex. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. So walnut I end grain, like it actually came out really nice. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna juice groove this thing. I put the little uh, side handles or whatever uh, reliefs in the ends for your fingers to get in there, finger pulls, whatever. And the juice groove, and I'm like, I don't know how I want to do this. So I made like a little template. And I just got kind of all confused about how, you know, which way the rudder's supposed to go inside a circle versus outside. So I dipped the bit in and started pulling towards me instead of pushing away. It just ran so away from So the thing you. went a little bit. Yeah, it, it went a little uh, off course, but not so far that I couldn't do like another pass a little bit further in to correct the whole thing. So then I just. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna take a really light pass, go all the way around, and just keep making subsequent lighter passes, uh, and yeah. finally get to the depth I need. Well, I, I don't know what the hell happened, but it it it's all over the place. The jig moved, <laughs> and so anyway, it's been sitting. If you there say for the four
1: cats messed something up? I'm calling. BS. No,
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's Lola's fault. It's just sitting there, and I I contacted uh, a guy near me, Veteran Cutting Boards, I think is his name. Um, and he is going to help me out on his CNC. Hopefully, We're gonna bring, I'm going to bring it over there, and he's going to hopefully try to fix this thing because I do not want to start over, number one, um, especially with an end-grain cutting board. But the point of the story is, getting back to your failure video, is this is the perfect title for me of why I don't make cutting boards. Like That's mm. going to be the title of this video because it's going to show every stupid, like how much time it's taken me and how much money I'm losing. Like it's I'm, I'm worked six hours on this already, so there's three hundred dollars, and I'm getting paid. I don't even know what I'm getting paid. I haven't even told them what I'm charging. But so break it down. Now I know this works for some $3, people. Three thousand dollar cutting board. 50, yeah, three thousand dollar <laughs> right. cutting board. I'm getting $200. actually
3: that's your title. Sorry to yeah. tell you. <laughs> yeah, the three thousand
2: dollar cutting board. And why I don't make them. Yeah,
3: and so actually, uh, your thumbnail for that video would be just a slab of wood untouched
2: untouched not the uh, like the messed up juice groove yeah because thing, like if, yeah finished? because
3: the it leaves like intrigue if you say it's a three thousand dollar cutting board and then you leave like and then you show a board that is like complete like like uh, people are going to be like how the heck does that cost three thousand dollars and then they're going to
2: call okay oh, See, i gotta write this down gosh take some this. notes i am so it's not
1: it's fixed. It's good that yet. I can come
3: up with winning ideas for everyone else, but not
2: for uh, That's myself. why we had you on. We were all <laughs> yeah. we were all kind of in a little writers' uh, block or video block. Uh yeah. but yes, getting to the table. Yes, yeah, this walnut console table, which there hasn't been actually any big mistakes on. I got it in the clamps tonight. It is glued up and uh hopefully put Rubio on tomorrow. The only kind of What did I do? Oh, so I needed a new bit for the domino. Like I needed a new 8 millimeter bit my Did you go to bits and bits, up. morsels 15? Yeah, I want to hear all about this. Well, I did, did go to bits and bits. Did you
3: trade it for your Festool? <laughs> I wish I had.
2: <laughs> I'll send him a woodpecker square for for a Festool bit. So, Amana now apparently makes bits for the domino that are sold like through tools today. And they're I think they're almost half price, maybe a hair more than half price of the festival bits. I'm like, so hey, what what could go wrong? They gotta be good. Or they gotta be <laughs> adequate, offici sufficient. <laughs> so I ordered like the four millimeter, the six millimeter, and the eight millimeter. So in my finished piece, I, I was like, Oh, put the new eight millimeter on, beautiful, and mortised it in and grabbed a domino and the thing is completely loose, like vertical, like on the on the um You've been having a the hard cheek, time with the, the,
1: the domino lately. Yeah. I feel like you were talking about another domino failure not that too long ago.
2: Listen, it... let's leave that in the past. Okay. Not relive.
3: You know let's what? That. You know what would be great? <laughs> it would be great if you could take a six-week course on how to cut a mortise and tenon. Oh. oh, man.
2: Now Anne, now, Anne, half of these I did by hand just to show because people we, that this i can is, this
3: is the one we talked about this pleases me okay good 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 good
2: and the other half i'm doing with the domino to show how much freaking faster it is and why you know sometimes <laughs> you don't need to be. do a traditional <laughs> right but but it's like it's so loose and sloppy and then i had people dming me like oh you know well matt cremona said we we place too much emphasis on a tight-fitting mortise and ten and i'm like are you kidding me like to me, the strength of a mortise ten- tenon comes from the cheek of that tenon and the the wall of that mortise being a nice tight fit. Can't
1: you just can't make your own domino that's a little bigger that'll fit in there tight?
2: Oh, yeah, I think we that's a wise use cheeks. of my time. We want <laughs> we want very tight cheeks <laughs> to make it eat to, a little harder to slide in. Uh, so my point is, I was it's very like a- frustrated with that bit, and I you know when people are saying that it you know it's not really that big of a deal the domino is going to swell yeah but the domino is going to swell okay so we're supposed to rely on on wood swelling uh i'm sorry glue swelling wood to make our joints tight it's so so yeah anyway i had to uh i immediately changed the bit when i realized that and um so i ended up with one or two sloppy slots (laughs) sloppy (laughs) slots that Sloppy I just spots. put a little extra glue in, like what someone well, told yeah. me. That's
0: a good video title. Sloppy there Slots? You go. Well,
3: well, I don't know. I don't think that that's not very clickable.
0: No. No. Sorry, leave, right. it, leave this no. to
3: the experts, please, Nick. Thank you. So, is that all oh, you yeah. did,
1: really? You just put extra glue in?
2: Uh, No, I didn't just <laughs> put extra glue in. I wrapped a little uh, piece of uh, veneer. Put some epoxy in it. Sh- I, I made a shaving with the uh, with my hand plane and kind of glued that on there, and
1: make a uh, nice, tight fitting. Okay, I but it was only lie. two, unlike on, nice the tops.
2: It wasn't like the main leg structure. Like it was just, it wasn't anything real. Oh, okay, so I was gonna
1: but... say you could just fill the hole with wood, and glue it in there, and then re-drill your mortise.
2: hmm Yep, that is an option. <laughs> sure. Yep. <laughs> So, those, I, I don't even know what to do. Do I just send that big <laughs> Yeah, up? Yep. Yep. Yeah, could I don't know. I'm just, yep. okay. it, yeah, could have. Thanks. Where were you? Yeah. Over there painting. Actually, poke.
3: you know, might I suggest just one more quick fix for that problem would be to use drywall screws. Okay, cool.
2: Oh,
0: drywall. Uh, yeah. Just pocket hole yeah, it pocket. in there. Hole. I, pocket I only holes. have Craig screws. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hmm. well,
3: that's not going to work. No, 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 no. Drywall screws. No, no. Screws <laughs> <are fast. laughs> <Hashtag drywall>. Amateur. Amateur. <laughs>
2: so yeah that's glued up it's ready for a finish and then next up is this uh white oak media console which uh the client finally decided on door opening options and sent me a deposit so i'm getting going on that and i got like a mudroom closet and this other humongous project i i might be bidding on I, i don't even know if i'm gonna be able to take it it's like a Giant wall entertainment center, a library, and built-ins. Just, I just have in my mind that this is just a massive, like three to four months of worth of work for me, and I'm just thinking in my head that's great for money coming in, but where's the content kind of around all of that? I don't know. Mm.
0: Uh, I don't even well, know if I would to, get the three job to four by. months of work is like four hundred videos for you.
2: That's true. It's four hundred sixty-second videos. Yeah. yeah. Or 500 TikToks.
0: That's unlimited content.
2: (laughs) Not when you're building cabinets. It's really not that much (laughs) around that. Uh,
3: Jason Bourbon Moth begs to differ.
2: (laughs) Right. Yeah. You're building a 48-foot window seat.
3: Hey, man, just put like the only joinery method on that, besides obviously the drywall screws, would be uh, threaded inserts. And there you go. You've got (laughs) Jason's entire profile.
1: No, Keith's the threaded insert guy.
0: Yeah, he's
3: the oh, king wait, of Oh, wait, is that just you insert. reposting his videos?
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. Oh,
3: perfect, Anybody that
0: perfect. Does I did one Threaded Insert, insert
1: video because I, I literally watched Keith's TikTok. I was like, dang, he got like a million plus. I don't know how many millions of views you got on that TikTok. 41 million. million. And so I was like, yeah. I want to see if I can do this. So that's the only reason I posted a Threaded Insert. Sure enough, <laughs> 35 million views.
3: <laughs> no way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But now of Keith's putting them in concrete. He's putting threaded inserts and everything. I'll do it right now, anywhere. Yeah. That's
2: right. Yep. I got to ride this train as long as it can go. <laughs> I want to know choo. what
1: Nick's doing, but I'm afraid to ask because all I've seen is copyright issues well, with blockbuster. Yeah. Movies. How are you
2: averting that? <laughs> I
0: I honestly don't know how I'm getting away with copyright stuff. I'm. I, I guess it's because I'm using just so little. Bit of content. It's not long enough to, to to catch the robots, but man, I've had some blockbuster actors stop by the the shop. Like <laughs> I've had uh, <laughs> I've had uh, Mel Gibson, Harrison Mel Ford. Gibson, Harrison. I've I've had had Harrison Ford, Ford. Yeah, wow. they've all stopped by to use my tools and break my chairs. It's it's been incredible. I want to
1: see the Home Improvement edition next. Tim the Toolman oh, Taylor. Tim
0: Taylor. You know, oh, that's not dude. a bad idea. That's I should, I should see idea. if I could dig up some clips from that show. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Those gonna, are all like I'm standard, actually going to write that down. Those are no all, all standard
2: kidding. definition because I watch those reruns on the Laugh Network all and, the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and 4 by 3 Yeah, they're yeah. horrible. It may look okay on, on Instagram. But it's funny that they haven't nabbed you for copyright because if you play a song like in the background in your Instagram stories, like it's just on the radio in the background, right. they'll nab you to take it really? down. And you're using yeah. full Miramax video right. clips of, yeah. of major mega stars. <laughs> I feel like it's I, the I reels. Fantastic.
1: I feel like they have lower standards for the reels. Oh, maybe that it is. It. That's what I think because is what they're what's trying happening to like push those, I'm, and they're just not like cracking down yeah, they just
0: turn up turn a blind eye i'm only eye. posting on reels right now and they're like yeah it's it'll fly it's fine i don't care yeah yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You yeah. Know? we got lawyers doesn't, doesn't apply
3: with the on instagram this week i like i full on like well it was a problem because i was like making things for multiple platforms so i was making tiktok and things so i made the mistake of putting the song in it and then i uh, my video got flagged on instagram But it literally got flagged and then I didn't, I was like, ah, well, I don't want to do anything about it right now. So I'm just like, I'm going to wait till later and do something. And then the video went like viral. So like it said that it was blocked. It it, like, I literally got a notification on my phone saying your, your video has been blocked, blocked in like all these places. And then like literally got like so many views. And I was like, Uh after that, and I was like, I just let it, I just like let it marinate and it's still there accruing views. And I'm like, cool. I mean, no big deal. Yeah,
1: I've got that before where it says it's blocked, but if you read the fine print, it's like, this video is blocked in extecaban and curation
3: <laughs> right no mine said like in the US and like everything like uh. all, because i had seen other people posting about that and then i got that same notification i looked at it and i was like oh yeah it's literally every it was blocked in 266 countries including wow. the US and i was like but no problem because here we are like still going
0: huh huh that's crazy
3: yeah really weird
0: well luckily i haven't i haven't got any of that and all mine has been totally fine. So I've been totally flying under the radar with all of my <laughs> copywritten very big blockbuster. It's almost like social media clicks. is
1: focused on something else at the moment. It might be a little bit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe just a little bit of something else getting blocked other than me showing uh, 15 seconds of The Patriot. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You use that hashtag right. Patriot, you might be in trouble. Right, yeah. I did not use hashtag Patriot. <laughs> <laughs> Capital. Uh, no, I didn't use any of that. Anyway. tell you,
3: you just got banned from parlor.
0: Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah my parlor account was doing awesome until yesterday. Oh man. What a Sorry laptop.
3: to hear it, man. <laughs> this is the most monetizable platform right now.
0: Really? Right. No. Wow. Well what else? What else are you working on, Nick? Um, well, yeah, well I uh I don't know if you guys saw my stories uh earlier this week. Nope. I got a shipment in from Ben Paik. Do you guys know who Ben Paik is, Wobie Design? Oh, yeah. Isn't he Alden, related Alden. to MJ Prohoroff? Yeah. It's his uh, second yeah. cousin, Twice three times removed. Yeah. Three
2: times? Oh, I was waiting.
1: I'm going to ask times. MJ on Saturday how he, the heck he pronounces his last name.
2: Prohoroth? Prohoroth.
1: Prohoroth. Prohoroth. Prohof.
2: Yeah, that's Pro- a lot of O's. Yeah. Three O's.
0: That's, yeah. That's a Does lot of O's. Does he live near
2: you? Jason.
1: Well, he's I mean, he's coming down on Saturday. He Must live pretty close to get that Pioneer CNC. Home
2: Repairs coming in. Oh, no, he's MJ,
1: the one MJ. Yeah, he's oh, with,
2: that's right from Bits and Bits. Yeah. My bad. From
1: Bits yeah, and he Bits. Yeah, Pioneer Home Repairs. Yeah,
0: he's the, the Bits sponsor and Bits of this guy. episode.
1: Anyways, you got something from um, Woby, uh, some skateboard. From
0: Woby, yeah. Some he sent skateboards. me a uh he sent me a handle blank. Uh he has been making axe handles. And he he uh Just kind of out of the blue was like, uh, I I DM'd him. was like, I would love to get one of those handles. He's like, you want one? I was like, yeah. He's like, I'll send you one. So he sent me one. So I have this skateboard handle blank for an axe. So I reached out to Hardcore Hammers and said, hey, do you want to sponsor a video on me making this handle for an axe? Because I don't have an axe head for this handle that I have. And they said, sure. So they're going to send me uh, an axe head. And I'm gonna shake Why are they called hard hardcore handle? hammers if they're selling axe heads? Yeah, this is weird. Well, they make hammers, axes, hatchets. Mm. But ask me no ding. questions, I'll tell you no lies. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why they honed in on axes or hammers. hammers. So, Maybe but I actually had, yeah, I started, I, I bought one of their hammers uh, probably two years ago. And it has an axe handle with it. So it's an axe-handled hammer.
3: I it, love those. I yeah. make those in my blacksmith yeah. shop. And that's like what it should be. That is what, should, yes. what it should be.
0: Right? It feels the best. Like it, it just, it's, it's the greatest hammer. So I asked them if they wanted to send me a a, a hatchet head. Mm. And they're going to send me one. So I'm going to shape this skateboard blank into a handle for this hatchet head. Oh, cool. So it should be pretty fun. I just got a, um, I, I've never had an angle grinder before mm. and I ordered a, uh, a DeWalt cordless one because I've got a bunch of the DeWalt batteries. So I got one of those, uh, angle grinders and it just came in the other day and I'm pretty scared about shaping with it. Cause I've never like gone to town on a piece of wood with an angle grinder before. Like I've only cut metal with an angle grinder. Like I, I've never like shaped. So the thought of me, like going on this piece of skateboard blank, which is one of a kind that, you know, Ben sent me. <laughs> And's over here. You like, know,
1: I, haven't you ever heard of a rasp?
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, see, that's the other thing. Ben, Ben's Spindle like, sander, also by a rasp. So I bought a rasp also. So I'll have that to you know like fine shape everything, but Ben's like get an angle grinder and just you know knock off all of the the bulk of everything with it. But I, I don't know how fast it will eat, and you know like if I'm gonna just destroy this skateboard blank to start or what. Like I, I don't even know if I should if if I should just get like a piece of wood and just get a feel for how much these um. Because I'm going to use cut saws. practice a little bit beforehand. Yeah, Yeah, I I think I want to practice and see just how much they're just going to just destroy wood. Yeah, or else you're just going to
1: end up with a bucket of paint that's the wrong color.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A bunch of (laughs) funny colored wood chips. (laughs) Right. It's just going to be sawdust all over my shop in in all kinds of different colors. I I don't want that. Mm.
3: Nick, just um, make... like like make a a very generous design with uh sharpies yeah and then and then don't cross your lines okay like that's like really with any kind of like so with any and i mean like with any, if you're trying to make anything uh that like two dimensional three dimensional You want to actually still work it like a two dimensional object. Like you want to, you want to create your first profile first. Like don't try to shape the whole thing all at once. Create like one visual profile first. And then flip it and do the next visual pro file. because, okay. like, basically, whenever you're shaping, especially when you're shaping with something that cuts that fast, you wanna, you basically want to look at the shadow or wanna like wanna look at at the the shadow that it casts, that it casts, because that's the actual shape of it. And yeah, just working one set at a time instead of trying to shape the whole thing all at once is gonna is gonna get you there faster. I um, love using an angle grinder to to shape wood.
0: Oh well, that's good to hear. Hmm.
3: In fact, I could show you one of my my very first project, which uh, Jason and it's, oh, and this, Keith. Is, this is a podcast. A it's a non visual
2: platform. <laughs> right.
3: that Windsor chair?
2: Yeah. You you carved that Windsor chair out of one log?
1: That, don't console? let Mel Gibson hear it. All Who remembers this? Oh yeah! Whoa, oh, 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 the look llama, at the llama penis. The,
3: oh, it's get so- your get your head out of the gutter, Nick. I oh, am sick man. of you looking at my llama like this.
1: Nice. That is the most phallic <laughs> llama I
2: have ever seen. Oh man, fits perfectly.
3: As I said, never cross your marker line.
0: <laughs> uh, oh man, that's oh. illegal in like twenty-four states.
1: I would describe to you in detail what Ann just held up to the camera, but we are trying to keep this podcast appropriate. (laughs) This is a
0: family-friendly podcast. But she never explained
2: why it took her five days to finish sanding the neck. That's kind of of
0: excessive.
3: (laughs) Oh,
0: man. I will uh, tell
3: you that my YouTube analytics when I was oiling the neck we're, we're like skyrocketing.
0: Mm. oh no, I bet. Oh, no yeah, it's doubt. weird how that Click works. When I made that Lego
1: Man, the oiling scene was like the most peaked scene in that. When I was oiling up the Lego Man, <laughs>
3: that's funny, funny. That, that, that was a peak.
2: Yeah. <laughs> were you shirtless?
1: <laughs> no, but the Lego Man <laughs> oh, was completely nude. Amaz- he was totally yeah. nude. That's yeah. why so that, was,
2: yeah. that was. Any nudity, whether <laughs> walnut, nude walnut. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Oh,
1: well, in other gosh. news, um, I stuck a driver bit through my hand this week.
3: Oh, dude, oh, I was Jason. eating my oatmeal when <laughs> I opened your stories. It kind of looked like oatmeal. Oh,
2: oh, it did look like cottage
1: cheese I would prefer
3: out. that that came with a warning. Mm.
0: Yeah,
1: well, I think what that was was like part of the muscle sticking out because I had to pull the bit oh, back out and it kind of pulled everything in the Good Lord, Lord, man. Yeah, it's funny because everyone was like, "What size drill bit?" Because I just said a drill bit because that oh, no. was easier. But it was a phil- it, 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 it was a Phillips <laughs> driver driver bit, and I was it's trying to make a Forstner. pair of stool pants, and it went oh, wrong. Oh my god!
2: A stool pants? Well, yeah, like, it was it was stool stool out of the
1: stool pants. Yeah, they became true <sighs> stool pants at that point. Shit. Uh, so i've been on uh, i got had to get a tetanus shot i've been on antibiotics all week which i didn't know that a side effect to antibiotics is they just make you like at least these ones they make you draggy and like super tired all the time and,
2: mm, so. i think you're supposed to drink with them that's why
1: <laughs> <Right>. drink alcohol
2: <laughs> no Uh-oh.
3: sparkling water I'm drinking
1: a lot of yeah. scotch it who gave you that house. advice <laughs>
2: Oh, oh man. could have been
1: worse though i bounced off the bone didn't break the bone so that was nice Unbelievable. So, but i did um i did go right through the nerve along my finger so i can't feel could
3: we move on from the topic can't feel
1: my pointer well, can we finger just, at all
2: so, can we bring up the funny part of this story which was he attached the pant stool outfit or put on his pant stools or stool pants And was parading around right when the UPS driver walked up (laughs) to the door and he caught it all on camera. (laughs) Unbelievable timing. Uh, And he's like, as he's leaving, you're like, hey, you want me to make you a pair? I I lost it. It's funny. I would like to say
1: that that was the weirdest thing that the UPS man has walked in on,
2: but it probably (laughs) isn't. Oh, yeah. Oiling the Lego man was his first
1: yeah, the funny part about that was he walks in, because he he delivered, like in the video, you see him drop off that first package, but he had like five packages to drop off. So he kept like coming back. And then finally he came in and he wanted to see the boat. So like he was asking me all these questions on the boat and I'm walking around the boat, like showing him this and that, the whole time wearing the stool pants. <laughs> and he just didn't seem to mind that much.
0: That is hilarious. So.
1: What are you going to do? He's a good well, UPS man. Right. I like that guy. He's been my UPS man for probably eight years now. So, Wow.
0: Well, that makes like sense we... why he just barged in, opened your door, and was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's, a, he's as good as Drayton Sarnowski, who just signed up on our Patreon right now yeah. as we're oh, recording oh. this.
2: Live? This
0: Live, is... brand new patron. Wow. He's going to
1: listen to this episode and be like,
2: what? No way
3: already yeah. if he makes
1: it to the end say my yeah,
0: name if he makes it this far i don't know what our retention <laughs> yeah if he rate is. <laughs> makes
3: it through your disgusting
0: yeah and a little squeamish when it comes to that story. kind of stuff which is Here's funny because she kills will, animals
1: all the time
3: <laughs> i will have my hand inside the cavity of an animal but i do not want to hear about your paper cut like human <laughs> injury is so repulsive to me that it's just like i can't handle it
1: well, then that's you're not right, going to like this. Rough. When I went into the ER, they asked me they asked me when the last tetanus shot I had was. And I was trying to think because I specifically remember when I got a tetanus shot last, I was taking off baseboard trim in our house. And I had the trim all laid out on the floor and I was crawling around and there was a nail sticking up out of the trim. And I kneeled on it.
0: And I <laughs> kneeled just took uh, so, so
1: hard that yep. the nail went into my shin bone and I had to use two hands to pull it out. Oh! And so I had to go get a tetanus shot for that. That was the last
2: Two time. hands to man. pull a nail out? How do you even do that?
1: Well, because the nail was inside the piece of baseboard.
2: <laughs> how, how do you, you mean two thumbs? I mean, no, 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 no. The nail
1: was sticking out of a piece of baseboard, so it was attached oh, to the baseboard. right, oh, right, right. So, right, so right. I had to grab oh, onto man. the baseboard with two hands to pull it out Woo. of my shin bone.
2: You should have walked. Aren't you supposed to leave that in? You just walk? yeah. Leave it, it was in. like a sixteen
1: foot a... run of baseboard. Can you imagine me walking to the ER <laughs> carrying <laughs> Yes, on? I can. Actually, I absolutely. Oh, be can. So awesome!
0: Help! Help!
2: <laughs>
0: hey, I got a sixteen
1: footed here. base. <laughs> uh,
2: anyway, sorry, and we
1: won't talk about gross stuff anymore. Oh yeah. But with that maybe um maybe we should we're coming up on an hour we're over an hour now. Should we Yeah, we're over. Should we head over to Time the Flies when
3: you're after vomiting. show?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, first we can let's head have over have, to um, the after show.
2: And do you want to before we head to the after show do you want to do you want to plug anything or uh you know to remind people where to go for your classes, your online classes?
3: Yeah, if you want to learn uh anything really but right now what we're really what we're trying to focus on is like growing a small business um so if you're trying to grow your social media um you know do learn about passive income um and and different revenue streams that you can have um or um one one that i'm doing this this month that will be really i'm really excited for is a class on time management mm. um so people ask me I all the time how i do all of the things that i do <laughs> and it's it's a whole system it's a whole series of systems and um and and things that I've learned over a lifetime of being driven to distraction mm, i got called out um, the other so, day
1: because i have these calendars in my shop that i'm supposed to like organize my whole schedule on and i posted yeah. a video to youtube the other day and somebody commented like hey that calendar in your background says july in 2018. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how my time management is. It's done.
3: I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you and I have some sim- similar struggles there, yeah. Jason. So, but um yeah. So we're doing all kinds of business related classes. Uh, we're doing spoon carving. So if you want to learn how to use basically free materials and turn it into a really awesome stuff, I promise it'll look better than the alpaca that I carved a few years ago. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. we're And then another new class that we've just added is how to sharpen anything. So if you want to you know, sharpen your lawnmower blades or your kitchen knives Ooh. or your hand tools, uh, that's a good one to do. But you can find all that at schoolofalltrades.com, the School of All Trades, uh, or you can just find it on my website, ofalltrades.com and click on classes or downloadable courses.
0: There you go. You Perfect. heard it here. Yep. And we'll have all those links in the show notes. Appreciate we it, man. Find nice. Find them.
2: All right. Didn't even know we had show notes. We do. Okay. Yeah, it's a thing. Nick
3: is there with his handy dandy pen and you know, (laughs) one of the time management techniques I talk about Mm. is taking notes and he's been there this whole time. I thought that course was an
2: hour an hour long course on how to use post it notes.
1: I always take notes, but I, I write one word like things. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to write one word because it's faster and I'll remember. And then I can never remember what I was referring
3: to. Then you to. can never remember. <laughs> Nick, if I could unblur this, you would see what um, what Keith is talking about. <laughs> because uh, I go through about 150 post-it notes a day.
0: Oh, my really? gosh. Wow. Yeah, post-it notes are great. But you cared really
1: about good. the environment.
3: <laughs> I burn them when I'm done.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, she
2: made the paper. She felt yeah, it's sustainable around right. the pulp and, and makes
1: a big right. pile She's of all done. her post-it notes in her figured Walnut and just has a bonfire. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's right. That's right. I use the post-it notes to start the figured Walnut on fire.
0: Perfect. All right. That's yeah. why it's I love starter. you. Fire starter. Yeah, it's kindling.
2: <laughs> all
1: right. Well, awesome. With that, we're going to head into the after show. Thank you to all of our new patrons that signed up this last week. There was a ton of you. We really appreciate that support. you're not a patron and you want to listen to the after show you got to go to patreon.com slash shop sounds podcast and sign up also t-shirts if you're a top tier patron and you have not received your t-shirt yet long story short we were switching from this crappy service that was printing the shirts for us to i'm going to be printing them myself i was waiting for shirts to get in stock it was a little slow because of covid but they're in stock now i'm printing them up and shipping them out this next week so they're on their way just stay strong
2: and yeah. go to bitsbits.com and use the coupon code morsels15 to save 15% on all your CNC and router bits. And Thank keep you an eye out in said.
1: their Instagram profile. Maybe you'll see a familiar CNC being used pretty soon. Mm, so. Perhaps. perhaps.
0: Gary's going to be so disappointed. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't I, I tell really Gary. Want you to get a- yeah, no one tell Gary. <laughs> okay. Keep it quiet.
1: All right. Well, with that, we're going to the after show.
2: All right. All righty. See ya. Cheers. See ya. I love you.